Welcome to the Vermont Conversation. I'm David Goodman. The students graduating from Vermont's high schools this week are extraordinary in many ways. During their four years of high school, they have been on the front lines of a global pandemic. They attended school from their bedrooms. They had to find the strength to forge connection and community while enduring personal isolation. They returned to school wearing masks and trying to keep one another and their families safe as the pandemic raged around them. Now, like young people everywhere, they dream of a brighter future, and they're actively building it. They are the ones we have been waiting for. On this Vermont Conversation, we speak with five remarkable graduates. Ava Thurston is an aspiring Olympic skier. Yahir Ramirez is the son of Mexican farm workers in Vermont who will soon attend Harvard. Addie Lensner helped change state policy towards homeless people. Kiera Mack is an all-star soccer player who confronted racism directed at student-athletes. Sawyer Totten is a trans student and LGBTQ plus leader who inspired peers from around the state. These students have made a lasting mark on their communities. Now they are heading out to change the world. I began my conversation with Kiera Mack, a senior at Winooski High School. Kiera was a standout goalie for Winooski's girls' soccer team. When the Winooski boys' soccer team faced racist abuse in a game last fall, Mack, a student of color, helped organize fellow students to show up in support of their classmates. Hundreds of students from surrounding schools joined them on the sidelines to take a stand against racism. I began by asking Kiara, who will attend Northern State University at Linden this fall, what her graduation from Winooski High School means to her. It means a lot. Um, it's very reinforcing of the statement that like you can do anything you put your mind to for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I did really struggle in my um, earlier years with being able to do the schoolwork and being able to basically stay in class. Um, but with me being able to voice my opinion um, and voice and advocate for myself, um, it really brought me far. Um, I recently turned everything around and in three semesters, I've gotten all my requirements taken care of. Wow. So, you know, for a student who's struggling in school and the adults around them often kind of wonder, you know, what makes a difference? What did make a difference for you that you turned it around? Definitely being heard. Um, I feel that I was showing a lot of signs um, of needing help. Um, Let it be like counseling or just somebody asking you what's wrong or why something's happening. which was really hard for not only me to understand, but like my teachers and the people, the adults around me to understand that like there was something wrong and that I needed um, some help. And so once I finally got um, someone who asked me what was wrong, I was able to like voice everything, which really helped me because I was able to tell them, listen, the way that some other students might learn is really tough for me. I can't always learn that way. Um, I can't always be brought back to the moment um, when something happens that didn't go my way. I need this. um, And I just was able to advocate. And when people listened to me and actually took um, what I was saying to heart, they really helped me. Who was that person who connected with you and heard you? Um, There were quite a few people who um, heard me. Um, my middle school teacher, um, Miss Mosehauer, she, I like to say it was like the first teacher who like didn't give up on me. Um, cause I was like sent out and transferred from like a lot of different classes. Um, but she was like that one teacher who didn't really give up on me and never really let me, um, give up on myself, which really, um, made an impact. And then moving into high school, um, Lindsay Cox and Jason Zider, Jason Zider is our um, SRO, which is our student resource officer. Um, he's really made an impact on me and how I view things. Um, and Lindsay is amazing with helping me advocate for myself. And she just um, pushed me just far enough 
that um, I realized that what I was doing wasn't really getting me anywhere. And I started to change the way I acted. Hmm. You have a, a real, well, tell me also about the work that you've been doing throughout high school. And do you, whether that is to support your extended family or just for you? Um, with working, um, I used to work at Walgreens and now I work at Friendly's, but um, I think working has always been um, an educating subject for me. I started working at 14. Um, so I've been working for four years now and um, I bought my first car at 16. Um, I ended up selling that car and now I have a new car. Um, but it's just really shown me um, the worth of money and how hard you have to work for it, um, which also helped me like save um, and be able to not just blow my whole paycheck. My mom is really great with um, educating me on how banking works, how saving works, how um, the world works. And I feel like working kind of teaches you the way of the world without having to go out on your own just yet. And it's really helped me because we do um, personal finance classes at my school and I got to use a lot of my real world um, experience to pass that class. You were, you were a three sport athlete. You were the captain of the girls soccer team at Winooski. And as part of that, this fall, you took part in um, a protest or in a, you know, solidarity with the boys team that had experienced racism at uh, at least one of their games. Tell me about that experience, how that changed you and, and why you got involved. Um, I believe in the saying that um, if you don't say anything, then you're just as bad as the people doing the um, activity. Um, our boys and our girls um, go through go through a lot and experience a lot. Um, playing a sport is really um, hard emotionally on any student, um, just because you have people who are cheering against you. You have um, people who don't want you to win, and that can just be very tough for certain people. Um, when it comes to Winooski, we have experienced um, racism in the past, um, and hopefully we won't in the future, but it is a subject that we have to speak about and we have to educate people on, because if you're not educated on it, then you're not helping the subject. Um, we decided, my girls um, and me being a captain, along with Ruby Lee, who's also a captain, we decided to take a knee for our boys um, in the beginning of every game. And we also went to their games to provide support for them because we believed that um, we're all family at Winooski. We've all gone through elementary school, middle school, and high school together. And if we don't stand together, then it can really affect the outcome. I know that at the uh, fall soccer games, uh, when Winooski came to play, students from a number of other schools came out in solidarity with the Winooski players uh, against racism. What did that mean to you? Um, it was really great to see that. Um, I believe there are many good students in these schools that also um, may have some students who aren't displaying the best sportsmanship or um, just humanity all around. But I believe there's a lot of great students there. I think the subject needed to be brought up um, immensely because not only do we experience um, racism within our sports, we also experience sexism sometimes. And uh, I'm a person who doesn't sh just straight go to the racism card. Um, I don't like to always say something's racist if it's unfair, um, but the way the boys were treated and the way some of the girls are treated, um, there is some racism in our sports. And I feel that's a major subject that needs to be um, talked on in Vermont. What are you proudest of in your experience? You were at Winooski for all 12 years of your education. What's mm -hmm. something that you're proud of? I'm proud on the impact I have on people. Um, I have a lot of younger students who I try to steer more in the 
um, right path because I feel that I can um, connect with them on a different level than people who um, don't display the same um, emotions they have or display the same actions they do. Um, so I'm really um, happy with the imprint I've left on my school and who I am being seen as I am graduating. What are your hopes and dreams for the future? Um, I honestly just hope to be happy um, and I hope to impact more children and people. I definitely will be coming back to Anuski um, as it be a um, teacher role or just to visit and see people. I have um, two younger siblings who one is 12 years younger and one six years younger. So they're both experiencing different parts of Anuski and I'm gonna love to just watch them grow as human beings and watch them get to experience the love and the community that Winooski brings to everybody. Well, Kiara, thanks so much and congratulations on your graduation and good luck as you move ahead to your future. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Next, we turn to Ava Thurston, a Waterbury, Vermont native who is graduating from Harwood Union High School. The Times Argus said Thurston, quote, may as well be described as the skier of the century, close quote. She is the state champion cross-country skier and cross-country runner in each of her four years of high school, often winning races by minutes that are typically decided by seconds. Thurston capped off her high school racing career by sweeping all four of her cross-country ski races at the U18 Junior National Championships in Minnesota this spring, a feat that was last achieved by Olympic gold medalist Jesse Diggins in 2011. Most elite skiers spend high school attending private ski academies, but Thurston has achieved all this while attending her local public high school. Ava Thurston will attend Dartmouth College in the fall, where she will be a member of its Nordic ski team. I began by asking Ava how she has balanced high-level athletic training with attending high school. Well, I'm really glad that I have been able to stay at Harwood. I think, like, for me, that was always something Harwood's worked really well for me. And I, I never even really considered the ski school route just because I really enjoyed, like, the group of kids I was around, the teachers and everything. So it has definitely been difficult at times, I would say, mostly during the winter, like when I'm traveling, if I'm traveling internationally or to nationals, junior nationals, um, I'm probably missing about, if I had to guess, I'd probably miss like maybe four weeks if you add it all up in the winter of school. So it is a lot, but my teachers have been like really helpful with that and supportive of, you know, me missing school and um, communicating with them, I think just like making sure I knew what was going on, what I was missing. And it was tricky at times, but I think the teachers being so supportive of me and helping me out at Harwood and having, we have a lot of like um, different pathways for learning and ways to get um, assessments on the indicators that you need. So that helped me out. I think Harwood's curriculum. Why did you choose to stay in public school and not go to a ski academy, which Probably most of the kids you're competing against are at academies, is my guess. Yeah, um, a lot of kids, I would say the for Nordic skiing, at least, I think it's it's different for Alpine. But for Nordic, the clubs are really strong right now, like ski clubs. There's you're seeing less kids in ski academies than it used to be. It's like it's less ski academy dominated The um, at high school states, like the competition is really high level and so it just says it is at Eastern Cups where you do have the ski academy kids. And I think part of that, like my ski club, Mansfield Nordic Club played a role in that too, um, because I get to, um, I've had really good, great experiences as part of Mansfield. And I get to train with kids from like CVU, Burlington, Essex, MMU. Um, it brings together a lot of us like Central Vermont high school kids and practicing with them um, a lot of high level other athletes has been really great and I didn't need I felt like I had such a great group and a great coach at the club that I didn't need to switch um and also I've loved cross country at Harwood Harwood Nordic um I've just had great programs and it's been 
it, it worked so well and things were going well for me. So I didn't feel the need to switch. You've had a really remarkable run of successes um, in the skiing and running. Um, which one are you proudest of and why? Hmm. That's a tricky, that's a tricky question. But I think if I had to go with one, probably cross country um, winning states, our team actually won states three years. We didn't win my junior year. U32 got us. They were really you, strong. This is year. running, not skiing, right? This is, this is cross country running. So for I would say cross country running high school state championships. Um, I individually won the D2 title all four of my years. Um, but I think the greatest accomplishment for me was our team winning this year it was really exciting. We had like great team culture, really awesome, strong team of like hardworking girls. And also in, if I can tie this in together with um, then two weeks later at Thetford again racing, we were fifth at New England championships, which was a really great result for our small hardwood team. So I would say that, yeah, the cross country titles were meant a lot to me. A lot of hard work went into those. Hmm. You now go out into the world, um, uh, whether you mean to or not, but as an ambassador of where you're from, what do you think is special that you bring from your community, from Waterbury, from your high school, and from Vermont as you move on into the world? I think just from my community, I've had a lot of support from the Waterbury community, the Harwood community, which is really great. And I think I have the knowledge of, you know, being from a small town, um, being able to go to a lot of things where I'm kind of like competitions and stuff that I've made my way to like international competitions, um, but still having those like small town roots and Harwood roots, public school. I, I think one thing I'm really glad for is like the experience at a small public school and I guess Harwood's not that small, but like public school learning and stuff and education I'd like to maybe someday come back into that. Um, but I think going out um, and going on to college, you know, my experiences from school and sports teams and stuff uh, will help me out a lot. I don't know if that's the, that's the answer you're going for. Well, another part of growing up in a small town and a small school is there's things that you don't have that other kids do. You'll be in college with kids who've been at schools that, just have almost unimaginable resources compared to what you've had. Um, what do you feel like you lacked growing up here? Hmm. Honestly, like, I don't feel like, I guess I don't have the awareness of as much of like what other students, I think college will be an eye opener for me to maybe students who had a lot more and who have had a lot less. I feel like living in Waterbury, I've gotten a lot out of like, having being part of like the outdoor community and getting to spend so much time in nature so I think there's a lot in that I think lacking maybe just um I guess probably like economic resources in regards of like and in school like some classes were really great and stuff but there were other courses and stuff that I took that um, we're not as, not as much. And I think that's like an across the board thing. And then maybe just with sports and stuff is that it, we had to make do with like, um, what we have here. And like, sometimes that means, you know, working out and stuff, training in like the same places and not having some of like the fancy gear and stuff other people had, but I, I don't I I don't know if I feel like I have lacked a lot of stuff, but I don't I may not have the awareness for that right now. I know that you're you know concerned and and about more than just a school and sports. And as you move on in the world, what issues concern you most that you hope to have an impact on or work on? Mm -hmm. Um, I think economic inequality is a big one, like especially in Vermont and growing up in um, Waterbury and going to public school all my years, I've, especially with COVID, like I've really seen there's a lot of kids in my classes and in my TA and stuff who 
COVID has like hurt disproportionately, disproportionately, and maybe they aren't graduating now with me next week and stuff. Um, and I think that's definitely a big thing. I want like more across the board. I think more resources in schools and stuff for kids that are struggling and don't have and then also going to college, this whole college process for me of applying has really like opened my eyes to college inequality and who gets who gets the opportunity to go to college and the cost of it at a lot of schools just being so, so high. So I think economic inequality is a big thing. Other social justice issues, LGBTQ rights. I would like to, I'm excited in college to have the chance to like take courses that explore like why we have like these inequities in our countries more in depth um, and hopefully like the if my skiing platform continues to grow like on social media I'm not I'm not super big on social media or anything right now but I think that's a great way that like as an ambassador I could share um, my um, views on things and um, support these issues. How did COVID uh, affect you? It was right in the heart of your high school experience. Yeah, so COVID was when everything first shut down was the spring of sophomore year for me. And I think for school, like junior year, kind of the big year when we do a lot of stuff, a lot of classes, um, was really like a lot. We just weren't able to get to as much stuff. So I think like, especially this year, I was thinking about all like the books I've read in high school. I think we missed a lot of books that like other kids would usually read and stuff. So I think there's a lot we miss educationally. And also for sports for me, that was, it was, I was lucky in that I like was able to train on my own a lot, but I think the biggest thing I noticed was just that like education wise, especially with so many courses, classes online and stuff, it was the people who were able to keep up with stuff were the ones who had like the internet access at home and had the resources and stuff. So I think again, for me, COVID, I was lucky in that I had those resources and I was able to, it was still really hard, like training alone, doing school alone and stuff. But I think I noticed there were other students who were a lot more affected like educationally. Can you say something about that? We hear a lot about the youth mental health crisis that, especially in the wake of COVID, what have you observed among your peers and how it's affected them? I think the hardest part for people was definitely like being in quarantine and stuff and um, not being able to see other people. I would say like social online communities have like grown a lot like TikTok has grown a lot and stuff for people but also it's been hard to you know have the motivation to get assignments done and stuff and there's a lot going on in people's lives that be that like economic insecurity someone has you have COVID at home COVID taking you out of work and stuff out of school there's a lot going on that like teachers don't always know about or just different things with mental health. Um, and I think it's been hard for people like all, like in all sorts of different ways. So hmm. at any time, like you don't really know what's going on with maybe a friend or someone who's lost a relative. Um, but I would say like throughout the year, it has been, especially this year, I noticed it got a lot better in the spring, but at Harwood, like they're kind of felt there was like a lot there was it was hard like the atmosphere kind of was felt like there was a little bit of a loss of hope in the winter I think the winter was the worst time of year for everyone just being closed up in homes and COVID getting really bad again and scary and a lot of people being out and that was when like um, classes were the hardest and just the general atmosphere at school like you could feel that teachers were really stressed kids were really stressed and then this spring with like prom coming and having not having to wear masks and being able to have more time outside, it's gotten a lot better. But I would say this winter was like probably to in, in how I like noticed was one of the hardest parts of COVID so far. Hmm. What are your hopes and dreams for your future? Um, so I'm going to Dartmouth next year. I'm starting 
college as a freshman um, and I'm really excited to be on the ski team. I hope to take skiing as far as I can and academically I'm super excited for like the chance to take a bunch of really cool courses um, and dive really in deep into them in depth into them. Um, and I'm not sure what I'm gonna major in yet, but I'm really interested in like the social sciences and humanities um, and like interactions between people. Um, I took a psychology course through UVM this year that I really enjoyed and I'm not sure what we'll go into for a career, but something I really wanna like um, talk with other people, like a, a career that really where I get to be doing things with others um, and interacting with others and hopefully also with skiing if I keep going with that kind of having a platform for that but I'm, I'm not not totally sure where things will go but I'm really excited for starting college next year. And what is your hope for your skiing? How far do you hope to go with that? As far as I can I'm hoping to it was pretty close to making the U.S. ski team this year so hopefully making that made world cups and getting on some world cup starts and you know maybe olympics someday we'll see <laughs> all right well ava thurston uh thanks so much for joining us and i hope that vermont is the wind at your back as you ski on and move on in the world thank you yahir ramirez is a graduating senior at bellows free academy in saint albans Ramirez's parents first came from Mexico and were farm workers in northwestern Vermont. Their hard work led Yahir to be a volunteer for migrant justice, calling for fair pay and better working conditions for Vermont's many farm workers. Yahir will be attending Harvard College in the fall. I asked him to share his family's story. Yeah, so my parents both uh, immigrated to the United States 20 years ago. Uh, with the hopes of pursuing the American dream, um, not just for themselves, but for our whole family. Um, I'm just like blessed to be in, in this country and in this position where I'm able to go to college, um, able to pursue my education. Um, and like, honestly, like I'm very motivated by my parents' hard work that it really just, um, like it just motivates me to want to continue to work harder, to learn more things, and um, just pretty much expand the family. So then, uh, you know, my future children won't have to suffer the, you know, the, the things that we had to go through because um, we first moved to New York and it was quite a struggle. Uh, parents worked on farm and I've known like how brutal life is on the farm. Um, we were just, uh, we didn't really have anybody and uh, you know, <laughs> I'm just trying to think. <laughs> but uh, no, I, that's just, uh, I'm just like happy in the position that I am right now. Um, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I don't know what else to say. I'm just. <laughs> what what brought your parents to, the, to Vermont? Um, tell us a little bit about the work that they did and, and where you grew up. Um, oh, what brought us to Vermont was job opportunities. Um, my father ended up getting a CDL because CDL, honest, uh, it uh, led to more uh, higher paying jobs. So, so yeah, that's with, a with commercial driver's CDL. license, a trucker's yeah. license. Yeah. And so with the CDL, he's now able to work on um, uh, for the for the study of Albans. So he's a public worker. Um, my mother also, um, instead of working on the farm anymore, she works for Century Arms. It's a, uh, it's a gun manufacturing company that manufactures uh, uh, weapon, weaponry and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, it's just mainly for job opportunities, but also because it's, it's very calm in this area because where we lived before it was uh, not really like safe place or, and um, there wasn't really like much opportunity there. And I know that in high school, uh, you've been an activist around issues. Um, you've done some work with migrant justice. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yes. Yeah, so with migrant justice, uh, uh, the reason why I was motivated to join was this, the same reason that while uh, that many other farm workers uh, joined migrant justice because uh, my, uh, migrant farm workers still suffer um, from lack of pay lack of uh, breaks and um, these, there's like, 
how do you say this the safety the the work policies that are implemented are not being enforced on farms and um that, that's what, what kind of makes me mad is that like even though there's all this uh regulations and whatnot there's it's still it's still not being implemented and um that's what my interest is fighting for that's what i joined um we go around vermont we go around um, new england area to um advocate and uh spread the word that um these farm workers are not receiving their uh, fair fair pay of share um and it's that that's that's why i joined like recently like in um burlington we did a, a march um uh, we kind of took away some of like the the road um, leading up to um what was it the university mall uh, yeah but but i mean it was it was a good time and um that, that's what I, I like to see i like to see people um like uh, you know having fun like celebrating and you know uh because so right now like our goal is try to have hannaford join our milk with dignity program and um it, that allows for more incentives to go both to the employer and to employee. So that, that's our goal right now, just to make sure that farm workers have um, their rights secured. And um, yeah. What does your graduation from high school, from Bellas Free Academy um, in St. Albans, um, you're graduating this weekend, what does your graduation mean for you? Well, for me, it means quite a lot. Um, so my older brother Ray graduated last year, but I'm going to be the second one in the family graduate from from high school, and because my my mother did graduate from high school, but her father didn't, um, so it, it's really quite an accomplishment because our family never really, um, it's, we don't have that background of uh, education, so it's uh, it really means a lot to the family because it really just shows that um, hey we're able to do it not just because of my background or um, my color, it doesn't limit me from um, not being able to graduate from high school. And I think that really means a lot to me and my family. Um, it's, it's just it's a stepping stone moving on to the next uh, um, chapter of my life. So I guess. Well, let's meaningful. talk about that next chapter. Um, <laughs> how did you react when you found out you got admitted to Harvard? Oh man, uh, I couldn't tell you. Um, so that, that specific day, Ivy, Ivy Day, I was opening all my applications and um, one by one by one, it's just, uh, it, it was, the results were just not there. I was, I was just like really doubting myself, but the last application that I opened, which was Harvard, like I really couldn't believe it. Um, like, I, I don't know <laughs> what the admissions uh, were thinking or anything, but like, you know, I'm just like happy to be part of it. Um, my parents were excited. We didn't expect none of this, but um, for me, it just really just shows like once again, like, you know, because of my color, because of my background, this does not limit me from not being able to succeed as my uh, uh, fellow counterparts who, you know, may sometimes have, you know, more uh, privilege, more income, but, the, you know, that at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. It just matters about working hard and just getting there. So I was just really happy with what happened. So. What do you hope others learn from your story? Uh, well, I hope that people don't be discouraged by the amount of uh, applicants, amount of competition, or just because of what you have or what you didn't do, or like, just like, um, just always believe in yourself. Uh, try to do things that you love to do, and don't even worry about like what school you go to, like what. Um, because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. What it matters at the end of the day is just that um, you're doing something that you love to do. And uh, just, you know, college in general, it's always, always it's going to be very competitive and it gets competitive each year. But just uh, apply to any school. Believe in yourself. Don't don't doubt. You, you, you probably get into a really, really good school. So what are your hopes and dreams for your future? Um. Well, right now, um, it's kind of still thinking about that, like here and there, you know, I just, I really don't know, but like for sure, like I'm thinking of maybe becoming a, an attorney, um, definitely like in the civil rights or criminal or business, or if not, maybe like becoming um, maybe a government official, maybe like representative, senator, but I, I'm not too sure yet. 
it's just it's still in the process of thinking i'm just trying to grab as much experience before i actually venture forth into my career so for sure like somewhere in the you know law government area so what are what issues in the world concern you most that you hope to have an impact on uh well one of them that i've always been like uh really thinking about is the things that are going on right now well I think it all stems from American polarization um, because Democrats are and um, Democrats and Republicans can't even get along. Like in, for example, in the right now with under the, the House and the Senate, like both parties can. It's just full gridlock. Like there's nothing, no solution being passed. One side detests the other, and just the same way here locally, like in my high school, I just see people like don't even associate themselves with one another just because of what of uh, their ideology. It all really stems from um like political social socialization the the way we're raised in our homes and our beliefs and i think that's an issue because we don't even see each other as um friends or fellow americans you just see each other as enemies when we shouldn't we shouldn't be seeing each other as that we should be solutionizing problems to make the world a better place but i just don't see that happening and it's what it's what concerns me like if this continues like uh who knows what's going to happen to the united states as a whole i mean like if we can't um compromise on issues then we're not going to progress as a whole society how do you feel like you can make a difference in that um well for sure um opening more i think more debate more uh um conversations with one another um instead of just closing down on issues important issues we should talk more about it to be more comfortable with uh um each other and our ideas because like if we don't um, talk with one another, then we're not going to be able to find common ground. That's what I'm hoping to do. Maybe uh, uh, one day, like maybe go around across the country, uh, you know, rally up uh, people from different sides of the aisle and just like, you know, try to solutionize, try to find that common ground for sure. But yeah. <laughs> I'm curious what, um, you know, your parents came here, came to Vermont with a, a dream that your life would be better and easier and have more opportunity than theirs. Um, what does your, you know, successes mean to them? What have they said to you about your future? Well, honestly, like for them, it, they're really proud of me. Um, like for them, that was their whole goal the whole time. Like my parents were always thinking like, you know, my son's got to go to Harvard or like something like that. And, you know, we didn't expect it or anything, but, you know, here I am and it happened. But yeah, for them, it, it means the world to them because they're what they always tell me is that they're going to keep on working hard um, no matter what. Like, even if we're in college and you're like, or like we already have our profession already all set and done, they're just going to keep on working and working, saving that money. And like, in case something bad happens, they're always going to be there to support us. So like, to them, that means the world. And, you know, I, I appreciate them a lot. So, Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, congratulations on your graduation, on your next step to college, um, and good luck with everything. All right. Thank you. Next up, I spoke with Sawyer Totten. Sawyer Totten graduates this week from Burlington High School and will be attending Goucher College outside Baltimore in the fall. Sawyer is co-leader of the Gender Sexuality Alliance at Burlington High School, and a transgender athlete who competes on his school's cross-country running and Nordic ski teams. In response to anti-trans attacks nationally, Sawyer has spoken out to defend LGBTQ rights in Vermont and around the country. He helped organize a walkout of area schools against anti-LGBTQ legislation. I began by asking him what his high school graduation means to him. I think it's just a solo celebration of the the past four years and um the final goodbye and um we have a bell outside of our school and as a freshman on freshman orientation you ring the bell um during your freshman year beginning of the year and then you ring it a second time um your senior year when you graduate and so it just kind of graduation just for me kind of just symbolizes the end of a chapter and the starting of the next one your class at Burlington High School has been through a lot. You're attending school in a former Macy's. Um, yep. 
you got you know relocated from the original campus there was covid what has that been like for you it's been crazy um i remember the that week that we got shut down i'd called my grandma and she was like oh call me at the end of the week and let me know how your, your first week of uh junior year goes and so that that very first day it was all the freshmen going in for their freshman orientation so i didn't have to go in and that afternoon they got, we got a letter or an email telling us that they were not unable to continue in-person classes you're we gonna have to go fully remote and so i never set foot into the school um my junior year when i should when we were supposed to um and so then that afternoon i called my grandma and i was like oh hey school's done for the week and i had to explain it and i was very impressed in the fast turnaround that they made and how quickly they were able to renovate the macy's and make it feel more of like a school and less of a department store um and it's been hectic and it's loud it's loud at times but it, you get used to it and it's just also just amazing to be able to have in-person classes. So what are you proudest of, of your four years of high school in terms of the many things that you've experienced and that you've participated in? Probably leading our gender and sexuality alliance. Um, and the, the things that we've done this year, uh, we did a, a drag ball at our homecoming football game in the fall. Um, which made national news, and more recently, we um, we did a student walk, student and faculty walkout um, to protest the anti-LGBTQ bills that are um, circulating the country. Um, and so, I think being a part of the GSA and leading the GSA is something that that I'm most proud of for my four years. You have been an outspoken leader and role model for many in the youth lgbtq community um what has it felt like and why has it been important to you at this moment in the country when there has been all this anti-lgbtq legislation uh, being passed in other states what has it meant to you to be somebody who pushes back just so that no matter where we are in the country we stand with each other um and the athletes in utah the trans athletes that that bill targeted um they live in utah but i can relate to what some of the things they've gone through as a trans athlete and showing my support and showing that i stand with those who are being attacked and that um i see them and i see what they're going through and i want to be there to support them and show the people who are um opposing um us and who are attacking us that we're not going to stand quiet i'm not going to stay in the background i'm going to speak out for what i believe in um and they're not gonna they, they can't silence us so you're, where do you get your courage i don't know <laughs> <laughs> um probably my parents my parents have always raised me and my my two older brothers to to stand for what we believe in and not and not sit back and if we believe that there is something wrong that we should stand up and, and speak out what has been the response from your classmates to your leadership on these issues oh classmates have been just amazing um we were uh extremely surprised at the number of um students who walked out and and when the drag ball came around uh, i was very surprised to see the number of uh, cis straight uh, male classmates who decided to dress up in drag and walk in the in the drag ball. Hmm. You're now about to head to college. You're going to Goucher College outside of Baltimore. Uh, people there won't really know much, maybe have never been to Vermont. Um, how will you describe where you come from to your future college classmates? Beautiful, welcoming state, uh, inclusive state, lots of outdoors. I don't know, there's so much to describe Vermont and also so many little words to use without using the same words or repeating yourself. Uh, but probably mostly just a welcoming, inclusive state um, that, that is there for each other. What issues in the world concern you most that you hope to have an impact on uh, in your future? 
uh, the inequities in access to healthcare and public health and global health. Um, that is that is something that I'm the most passionate on and what I plan on studying in college. And um, so the current inequities in access to healthcare is um, what I what I hope to help change in the future. Hmm. Are there things, you know, coming from uh, Burlington's not a small town, but it to many people who come from cities, it kind of is. Um, do you feel like there's things that you lacked coming from Vermont as you move on? Yeah, I, I, I do think that sometimes it does feel like Vermont is a little bit of a bubble and Burlington's a little bit, little bit of a bubble and we don't see a lot and there's not a lot to experience. And so I do, I, I don't really know how to like use major city metro transportation and subways and, and trains or buses. And so I do lack a little bit in there, but um and a little bit in like cultural experience and so there's those aspects that i i do feel that i there's a little bit of a coming from vermont um i do i do feel there's a, a lack of what are your hopes and dreams for your future to try and be a leading expert in uh global health and travel around the world um with, and going to countries to help there in uh, to other countries to help uh, gain equal access to healthcare for all for all citizens. Okay, well, uh, Sawyer, congrats on your graduation and good Thank luck you. chasing your dreams. Thank you. Our next member of the class of 2022 is Addie Lensner. Addie has just graduated from Arlington Memorial High School and will attend Middlebury College in the fall. As a result of her activism, she helped persuade Governor Phil Scott to expand and extend a program that provided hotel vouchers for homeless Vermonters. She led rallies in Bennington and Montpelier and wrote a number of op-eds calling attention to the desperate plight faced by Vermonters who were unhoused. I asked Addie what her graduation from high school meant to her. Graduating from Arlington High School meant a lot to me. Um, through the course of my senior year, I thought a lot about students who don't get the chance to graduate because they, for various reasons, drop out, whether that's lack of engagement or teen pregnancies or whatever other reason. Um, I also thought about students who just don't get the chance to have the sort of education that we have in America, um, whether that's, you know, girls in Afghanistan or whatever. Um, there are a lot of students who don't get the quality education that we have here in America. And so I thought a lot about that as I graduated high school and as I walked up to get my diploma, that was something that I was thinking about. Um, and it really made me value my high school education and it meant graduation meant a lot to me. What inspired your work for social justice throughout high school? Um, I really started this work. There, there were kind of two events that started this for me. One of them was the death of a family friend named Terry who was experiencing homelessness. It was four degrees outside and he was sleeping outside one night and he ended up losing his life. So that really propelled me into poverty and homelessness work. Um, another event was the murder of George Floyd which really propelled me into racial justice work. Um, another thing that really um, encouraged me to do this work was the fact that we don't learn about social justice in school. I find that that's really wrong in a lot of ways. The fact that we don't talk about poverty, we don't talk about climate change, we don't talk about anti-racism in school, at least in my experience. And that fact that we weren't learning those things really, um, really pushed me to try to make a difference in my school and in my community. How will you describe the community where you grew up to your future college roommates? The community that I grew up in, in Arlington, Vermont, was a very small and tight-knit community. It was also not super diverse, but even though it wasn't diverse, it was a really welcoming place. Um, we had students, a lot of uh, exchange students come to our school, and it was always a super open environment. So when I go to college, something that I'm personally looking forward to is having more diversity in my school. But I think the way that I'd explain my high school career to my college classmates is that it was a very tight-knit and close community that truly cared for each other. You know, you knew everybody's name walking down the halls. 
it wasn't like a big school where there are people you don't even know. It was really um, close and caring, and that's something that I really admired about it, even though it didn't have much diversity. What issues concern you most that you hope to have an impact on in your future? One issue that I'm really concerned about in America is racism. We have such a huge wealth gap here in America. We have health disparities, um, specifically within COVID, where people of color are dying at disproportionate rates than white people. Um, We have um, racial disparities in policing, where in Vermont, white Vermonters, or black Vermonters, are six times more likely to be in jail than white Vermonters. So there are some really big disparities, not to mention daily microaggressions that occur based on race. And I feel like, as a country, America hasn't really addressed its racism problem. Um, For the, you know, since the beginning of our country, we've had this issue and never had a leader who took the time to address it in the way that's needed. So I hope that in the future, the near future, that is addressed. Another issue that really concerns me is poverty. It is really hard for me to understand how in a country so rich as the US, we have people who are homeless or lacking enough money to buy food um, or to buy clothes. It, It really astounds me that that's the case here in America. And I feel like we need to take the time, our leaders need to, address this, especially since we have a, what, like $700 billion military budget, and we still have people sleeping on the streets. So that's another big issue. Thanks to all of the graduates who took time out of commencement week to speak to us on the Vermont Conversation. Ava Thurston from Harwood Union High School, Kiara Mack from Winooski High School, Sawyer Totten from Burlington High School, Yahia Ramirez from Bellows Free Academy in St. Albans, and Addie Lentzner from Arlington Memorial High School. Congratulations to all members of the class of 2022. Good luck as you move on from Vermont to the world.